This is Tim Staten with Tim Stating the Obvious. What is this podcast about? It's simple. You are entitled to great leadership everywhere you go, whether it's to church, whether it's to work, whether it's at your house, you are entitled to great leadership. And so in this podcast, we take leadership principles and theories and turn them into everyday relatable and usable advice. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of uh, Tim Stated the Obvious. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to increase your focus strength. Every day you are bombarded by stimuli. Everything is competing for your attention. I mean, think about it. How many times a day do you get notifications on your phone and your phone goes off, even if it's an app reminding you to pick up your phone? Believe it or not, app developers want you to pick up the phone and use the devices so they actually have programmed in um, timed responses to send you a notification like, hey, you haven't touched this app in a while. Come check it out. Hey, come hey, come play this game. Hey, come just pick up your phone. I don't care if you actually play this app. Just pick up your phone because eventually if you do, you're going to be reminded to come back to this app. And then if you look at a TV or a movie segment, right? The average segment of a scene is about four seconds. And that's before the camera changes or cuts to another angle or actually moves on to another scene completely. Commercials are four to 30 seconds long. And the show Coca Melon is training our kids at an even earlier age with the cut of a scene every one to two seconds, which is insane, training our brains not to be able to focus for a long period of time. I mean, how often does your phone ring at work or a chat window pop up with some the, you know, with someone asking you a question or emails constantly pinging your inbox. If you have kids, they're constantly asking you for something. And if you busy, if you're busy, then that's going to increase because they know the chances of you saying yes to something is higher just so that you can go back to the task at hand. How often does your mind wonder about things when you're working on something? Are you worrying about your bills or the car or the weather or your favorite sport team? And did you make the right fantasy uh, team pick for this week? Are you worried about your teenager in school and worried about whatever and so on and so on? And your mind is constantly going. These internal and external distractions could be limiting your ability to focus. So how can we increase our mental focus strength or should we just give in and say it is what it is, the world is what it is, and we just need to come to terms and accept it. Medical professionals say that you should be able to focus two minutes per year of age on a specific task. So for young adults entering into the workplace, your attention span should be 36 minutes. That's a little bit more than a half hour's worth of work. But before we can talk about how we can improve it, let's talk about what actually focus is. Focus is the ability to concentrate on one task with your full cognitive ability for a period of time. Being able to focus sets you apart from your peers in a couple of ways. One, uh, you're able to get more done because you're less distracted. Uh, Two, Your work quality is higher because you're able to use your full cognitive potential during that period of time without being distracted. And three, you require less breaks and that ultimately puts you further ahead of your peers because you're working more and you're working longer on a very specific task at hand with your complete ability. However, there is a time frame of diminishing returns, and that's the time in which you cognitively cannot absorb or do more without costly mistakes. And you're going to have to figure out what yours is. I think it's different from person to person. So what can we do about this? How can we increase our cognitive ability 
to focus. Well, I have three ways in which I practice to improve my cognitive abilities to be able to focus on a task at hand. Now, there's more ways to do this, but these are like the three that I think are the most doable every single day. And if you do these every single day, you'll be able to find yourself in a position in in a uh, place where you noticed an increase in mental uh, focal strength and less likely to be distracted. So the first thing I would say is take a digital detox period. I try to at least for two hours a day, listen to silence. For me, this is extremely hard. I've got three kids and I work a lot. However, I leave my phone in a place where I do not have access to it. I put it off to the side, I put it on do not disturb, and I don't even think about it. And when I'm driving in my car to and from work, I don't play the radio, I just listen in silence. I literally just drive in silence. Uh, This helps me quiet the noises and the the distractions from everything else outside. I mean, if you turn on the music, you're going to be bombarded with music. And music helps people, don't get me wrong. I think uh, music is great. I love music. But when I'm in the car and I want to do a digital detox, a complete detox of anything on my brain that's going to cause an, an increase of endorphins in some other way, other than what's not naturally induced by me, then... That's what I'm talking about, the digital detox, because it helps quiet everything else. And I try not to think about anything else. Like, and if I have a thought that comes up in my head about maybe something I'm worried about or anxious about, or maybe something at work that I'm going to be walking into, I literally tell myself, no, no, not right now. This is quiet time. You're, you're not going to think about this. And then I instantly start to try to focus on either the sound of the road or I crack my window and listen to the pitch of the whistle of the wind coming in through the window. Or I listen to the heater on in the car, I listen to the AC on in the car, and I focus on that noise. And I just concentrate on it because that helps me detox and it, and it keeps it my brain fresh. It doesn't allow anything else to creep in. And what this does is this actually helps you uh, while you're at work, when you're focusing on something and then you have this, you know, internal uh, distraction and start to pop up while you're working on something, you can actually tell yourself, no, this ain't the time and the place for this. I need to focus on this. And then you've trained yourself how to switch from thinking about an internal distraction stimuli to back at the task at hand. And it may sound pretty simple and obvious, but it's harder than you think uh, to do because oftentimes it'll just creep up and you won't know it until it's too late. That's just something that I do. And my youngest son, he asked me all the time. He was like, daddy, he was like, aren't you bored? I'm like, yes, I do. But I like to get bored sometimes. It's good for you to be bored sometimes because it allows the endorphins in your brain to reset and come down to a lower level because we're constantly being bombarded with endorphin stimulus. Um, and you're constantly craving more stimuli. So detox that, you know, try to do it for at least two hours a day to detox it, to lower those levels. So that way you can focus better, you know? And like I said earlier, this actually helps train your brain to clear those thoughts and retrain and retain them for the appropriate times when you need it. So that way you can tell yourself, nope, I'm on this task at hand. I'm focusing on this. I'm not worrying about anything else. This is what I'm going to do. And the second way that you can help build your mental focus is through exercise. Doing any exercise and focusing on that task for 
20 minutes to two hours really helps train your brain. Personally, I like my rowing machine for like a slow burn cardio session because then I can focus on the sound of the machine and focus on my breathing. And if anybody's ever rowed for a long period of time, like your brain can start to wander and think about other things and then you lose rhythm and you lose cadence and you, you fall back and you lose in time and you're not as efficient because you've lost focus internally on what you're doing because you let your mind wander. So I think it's really important. That's why I like it because it helps me mentally train my brain and focus on the task at hand. When I'm lifting weights, you know, I focus on my form, not the weight. I think to myself, contract whatever muscle group that it is that I'm working. And I focus on contracting that particular muscle group because your body will do what your mind tells it to do. If you're distracted thinking about other things, you won't be as productive during that during that exercise. You know, and this mental exercise, as well as the physical exercise, strengthens your discipline and your mental focus. Even if you focus for 20 minutes and you say, well, I'm not like a big workout person. Well, that's fine. You don't have to be. But if you focus for 20 minutes on one thing of being physical and focusing on that, that will actually retrain your brain to help you focus longer on other areas. It's retraining your brain with endorphin levels. So when you work out, you naturally raise endorphin levels because your body is like, oh, this is good for me. This is healthy for me. I like this. But it's also hard for our brains to differentiate between the endorphin levels that are produced from external stimuli that are so high. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just using this right now, like TikTok, right? So TikTok, you have an average of like 10 to 20 seconds to three minutes of a little clip that you're going to watch. And it's usually, you know, constantly changing and overstimulated scenes. And your brain's like, ooh, that's awesome. I like that. I like that. But when you work out, your body still produces those endorphin levels, but they're not as high as those external, you know, digital stimuli. So then you need to retrain your brain to say, yes, this is good for me. These are the type of endorphin levels that I like. This is the endorphin levels that I want to be on. And you're training your brain to say that this is more rewarding than those higher digital exposures that I am exposed to constantly. And by retraining your brain for that, you're going to be able to focus on things that are going to be ultimately more rewarding for you personally in the long run, even though they're not as fun to do initially, but you're still going to get value out of it in the long run. So it's about retraining your brain to be able to focus. And lastly, plan out what is most important and accept what you cannot change or influence. The biggest part here is the acceptance part. You need to come to terms that you cannot change what you cannot change. It sounds easy, but how often do you find yourself getting worried about things that you that are really out of your control? You cannot control how somebody else feels. Those are their emotions. They're not yours. You cannot change how somebody reacts to you. Again, that's their reaction, not yours. So don't dwell on those things after the fact that it's happened. You know, if you had like a negative experience and you're like, well, that wasn't very, well, that didn't go the way I thought it would go. Accept it. Okay, that didn't go the way I thought it would go. So I'm moving on. The longer you dwell on it, you're focusing on these things that don't ultimately really matter and it drains your mental energy. Your your brain is going to get tired thinking about all these things that you cannot actually do anything with and you're burning that mental energy up instead of using it on the things that you can do. So when you accept that it is what it is and you let it be, then you can apply your cognitive ability 
on what's important when it's important and you will create endorphin release because you got a sense of pride out of accomplishing what you did. You'll find that by applying the 80-20 rule, um, you will be able to get a bigger and greater outcome with the time that you're able to focus on that task. You know, you'll be able to find that 20% of your task will produce 80% of uh, the value out of that and the 80% of your tasks that you have to go and only really have an outcome production of like 20% of effect. So when you're thinking about focus and mental energy, I'm going to focus my 20% on the things that actually matter. So that way I can use all my mental capacity at that time for the greater good, for the betterment of the organization and the people that I'm leading. And that way, when I get to the 80% of the things that don't matter, I'm not as tired. I'm not as worn out mentally because I've already put the focus on energy on the things that need to be focused and energized in. I hope that makes sense to you. Um, and it's re- it took me a long time to learn that one because uh, I was always focusing on all like the low-hanging fruit and then not really noticing much of an outcome. And then when it came down to do the harder tasks, I was like, man, this is really hard. You know, I saved this for last because I knew I need more time. But I was mentally tired and I couldn't deal with it because I wasted all my mental energy and focus on the things that didn't matter. So to recap, take a digital and external detox period, exercise, and plan out what's most important to do and accept that you can't change what you can't change. So if you got some value out of this episode, please share this with one or two other people who you think might like it. If you haven't had a chance to subscribe or follow, please do. And don't forget to hit that alert icon or that bell notification. So that way you can get notified when we put new content up. Now, I don't want to waste your time, um, you know, for you coming back. If you like this episode, you'd like some other ones. But like, oh, I wonder if you release something new. Keep going back. That's a waste of your time. I don't want to do that. So if you subscribe and hit that alert notification, it'll automatically notify you like we talked about. Hopefully you're not trying to focus on something, but it will notify you and it will let you know, uh, you know, that there's a new episode out and that you can actually uh, see if you like another one. And I want to thank you for listening to this episode when we talked about how to increase mental focus. If you have a particular way of something that helps you mentally focus, why don't you share it and let everybody know what works for you on how to increase your mental focus. And maybe it's something that nobody's ever heard of that's really valuable that somebody else might get something out of. And I'm actually really curious too on uh, your thoughts on this. So thank you for stopping by for this episode. I'm Tim Staten, stating the obvious.